systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Floating toward ya. You ever wonder what it's like for uh, cats to be all nipped out on, on uh, catnip? I would imagine it's a lot like us being high on the uh, marijuana. I don't know. I don't know if it's the same, I, though. I, 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 don't, I, I, don't, I don't think it's the same. Have you seen? To me, it seems like more of a, uh, for those who know, it seems more like of an MDMA I feel like type it's a, high. No, I feel like it's a mix between both. Like, because they get very... Like touchy, yeah. and they want to rub up on stuff, and they they just kind of like their eyes get all wide, and they're kind of in love with the world. So yeah. I feel like maybe it's more of an ecstasy vibe. Cat uh, Pat nipped our cats out this morning. So. I did. They they were just you know I, I they're just, walking around high AF. Yeah, I just feel like they were up to like uh, kind no of that, <laughs> that bored trouble, and I said, all right, well we got to do a podcast. So here, man, take some of this stuff. Have some nip. <laughs> it's like. You know, give act it, a fool. It's like giving your friend a fifth of whiskey. Here, take some of this. <laughs> just want to have you taking. Want, want you to take care of yourself for a while. All right, welcome on in, everyone. Seventy fourth episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. How do I keep that straight in my head? I have no clue. I don't know. Either. I can't remember where the fuck I put my keys. But you asked me <laughs> on the spot what episode we're recording, and I can tell you. So here we are. Thanks for hanging out. What's been happening in the world? Our Kelly's going to jail. That's been happening. R. Kelly's been in jail, and he has been. And now in he's jail. going to stay there. Uh, let's see. Anything else big besides that happen? I don't think so. The government shutting down again? No, the government's not going to shut down. Uh, found our kid a doctor. That seems like a like a modern uh, that's Marvel. A huge. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a lot of adulting. Yeah, that's man. I got especially when you don't have insurance right now. We still don't have insurance, and we we will. You and know, it's, and it's for the stupidest reason. I mean, like everyone. You know, our, our health care is tied to our uh, jobs. That's where most of Americans lie because of our hybrid public-private health care system. So if you're a person who has, like, health insurance tied to a job, what happens if you change jobs? Now, I know back in the day you'd say, oh, well, Grandpa worked for Sears for 50 years. And my grandpa, I mean my grandpa. Yeah. And he did work for Sears he for 50 did, years. He did, but that doesn't happen anymore. It don't happen and a lot I, these I don't days. think it's our fault. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think just, just turnover different. is different. Everything's different. But so what happens, like, if you have health benefits, you know, health insurance tied to a job, you leave that job for a new job. So now you got to kind of factor in this whole, okay, well, can't. You know, are we a family that is healthy enough? Because some people would like if you have someone that has a a chronic, God forbid, like terminal illness or anything. That I mean, there's sometimes people like, no, we can't. Like we, I, I can never lose these benefits that we have because yeah. the new ones or whatever. But you know, this is like a big carnival ride that we all go on. And if you're like us. Uh, maybe you've been on it a few times, and we're on it right now because with AJ's job, you're in a unique position where you're like a a swing worker for a union. I'm yeah, I'm considered like a per diem. Yeah. But I'm I mean I'm working full time right now. But but t- if you look at my October calendar, I'm not. Like I work like 3 or 4 days a week. And the way like health benefits and all that works 
with her job is it once she hits a certain income amount. Yeah, like, like you, once you I've made a certain, a certain amount, amount of money, I get benefits, which is fine, and I'm 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 rolling towards which, it. Which I assume is to then make sure that someone who doesn't work one shift yes. a month, which is twelve a year, yeah. can then somehow get full time benefits. Well, and listen, I and I was thinking about this in the shower last night because that's where I get pissed off about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah. I'm like the most relaxed and like the, my day is in the shower. It I'm depends like, oh. if I'm watching washing my hair and I have time to like, you know, ruminate on stuff, yeah. then yeah. And last night I was washing my hair and mm-hmm. I was getting all pissed about healthcare and it's an know, easy one to get pissed it, about. But I was like, but I also, and, and again, I am, I'm so fine. I'm a socialist. I think we all deserve healthcare. It doesn't matter what I don't you think made. that makes you a socialist, but well, that's what, that's the word that they that all makes like you use. most of the developed uh, world. I know. I think every, I don't care what you do for a living or who you vote for. I think you deserve healthcare, yeah. but I was thinking about it last night, but then I was like, I, I don't blame companies since unfortunately our healthcare is tied to our jobs. It is. I don't blame companies for saying you got to wait three months because they don't want somebody rolling yeah. in. They're not going to pay for healthcare for somebody who's it. rolling in, going to work for two weeks to get a doctor appointment and then leave. Which is weird because you always hear the argument, and I've been, you know, I, I, I think I've disclosed this a bunch of times by now, but I'll say it one more time for those in the back. I've been a one issue voter since I turned 18 in 96, and that's been all about universal healthcare. Yeah. And, 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 and I have said openly that if, um, let's see, uh, Satan came up. Up from the bowels of hell and decided to team up with let's see my childhood bully steve bosniak if they teamed up together and ran on the platform of healthcare for everyone You'd they, vote for they got my vote yeah. that's how one issue i am okay this is very passionate to me very passionate to me so companies have to like really factor in kind of you know like the healthcare benefits yeah. like what okay so we're going to pay you x amount of dollars and then now it's going to cost us this much for an employee to, to do our share yeah. of the health care, right? So I that's why it, it, it pisses me off when people kind of make that uh, comparison of, oh, if we were to do the Canadian or British health care, our taxes go up. And I'm like, man, all that money is already being factored in. Yeah. If you don't think you're not getting fucked somewhere for it, um, you are. And just imagine if companies then you know didn't have to worry about factoring that into like hiring someone. Yeah, I think we need to stop. Uh, and I mean this for all of us, myself included. Um, stop listening to politicians. We yeah. already pay a good, healthy amount in taxes. Right. The problem is where it's getting allocated. Um, in other countries, they allocate it towards health care. Because in this country, that's just yeah. a basic one. Like, yeah. like that's just like... Oh, everybody deserves health care. That's part of like, like the bread sandwich. They're like, yeah. all right, you need the bread for the sandwich. So they incorporate it, not yeah. us. We're like, nah, fuck that one. So what I'm saying is we're in this weird spot because... So you haven't hit your monetary no. goal uh, to be able to get health benefits through your union yet, being a, like a... Uh, uh, per diem swing person. Yeah, this is the end of my third month, so I'd say about three more months. So myself being in the private world of employment, uh, I'm employed, but what do we all have in this country? Say it, AJ. It's a probationary period. And why, so, do, yeah. we, why do we have that? You know, because just like you said, we want to make sure people aren't just getting jobs and then hopping ship. Which... And- I understand. 110%. I still think everybody deserves healthcare at so, every moment of their life, but I also get that. So it was super weird. Like I was going to take our son to the, uh, to the doctor today and what they're like, do you have health insurance? I'm like, no. They're like, okay, so does uh, anyone work in the home? And I'm like, um, yes, but here's a reason why the people who work in the home don't, don't, have, health don't have health insurance at the moment. And like everyone across from me at the desk is like, oh yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. Right. Like, like it's not like they hear this a million 
fucking times a day. No, and when I was applying our son for um, state benefits um, in Arizona, it was like they basically told me because I work, I make too much. Like any job you have, yeah. you make too much. So you couldn't get it through. Like And, and like all we and want is look- a stopgap yeah. for right Again, now. Again, I'm not looking, and I hate this word, I'm not looking for a handout. I said, I'll pay for state health care for our son until our you know employment gives us health care. That's fine. But they were just like, nope, sorry. That's it. So at least I uh, got away with not getting like killed at the doctor today for our son i was nervous about how much it was gonna cost i'm like what does an out-of-pocket doctor visit cost but yeah. i know but just, sometimes just they say be- it, it it actually costs less than if you had insurance it does because they bill the insurance for a bajillion dollars because they can mm-hmm. so when they do it out of pocket they're like oh it's really not that much yeah i just had a um what a- were we watching the other oh we were watching law and order and uh the lieutenant on law and order has oh yeah cancer. lou lou has cancer in the final uh final season, season. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she was going over a medical bill and she was like $80 for what is this? Like something excretion. Mm-hmm. It, it turned out to be a box of Kleenex because that's what they can bill the insurance for. And, and again, before we move on right quick, I had another buddy of mine, um, our friend Tony from Wisconsin who lives up in Rhinelander now, but he had some kind of a medical issue where he had to get hauled down to a hospital for a couple of days. And he just got the old itemized bill of 23,000 smackaroos and you know. I, listen, I don't. I don't. Blame of course, people. now hold on, because you know you say that, and people, you know, your your, your butthole tightens a little bit there, it and puckers, it yep. should. Um, he was then quick to say, "But I have private health care through his job, so you know, here's the difference of what gets paid for." So what got paid for, though? So what's interesting in that is, I go, "Okay, so this is kind of a phony bill. Like this it's is bullshit. This yeah. is the bill that they give the insurance company. I wonder what would it look like if you were like, I'm Tony Incorporated as me." And you bill me like in dollars and cents. So because I've dealt with this for the last 10 years, because even when we've had health insurance, mm-hmm. it's been terrible. Um, we've never had a good health insurance. The last, once. the last good health insurance I had, no shit, was a Blue Cross Blue Shield plan in Utah. When See, I, that's when, impressive because BCBS, I'll tell you, we've had again, them quite a few it's, times. It's, it's state by state. I know though. it is. So when I went, yeah, when I worked in Utah for Mill Creek Broadcasting, this is 03 to 05. That's the last time I remember like, oh man, this is all right. We had BCBS in, I think, both Wisconsin and Michigan, and they it sucked in both states. But they were like, and, again, weird plans from yeah, other states. They're like BCBS of Texas because it's cheaper. I mean, it's all it's all about money. Um, but I because I've dealt with this so many times because I've called a million times to figure out why the hell am I getting a you know a twenty thousand dollar bill? Yeah. Basically, what they are implying, and they've said it without saying it, is that. They bill you before the insurance because they said some people will just pay it. And I'm like, wait a second. So yeah. you're telling me that you're yeah. preying on dumb people. Not, I wouldn't even say dumb. I mean, these bills are meant to be. There uh, are some people that are very. I'm, um, yeah, I shouldn't have said dumb. Yeah, dumb's a bad word for that. Who are just very responsible. They have a big sense of I get billed for something. I'm responsible for this. Some folks will also, I think, can unfortunately drive themselves a little nuts. My mother, for one, yeah. um, who had, you know, like obsessive um, thought patterns and stuff, would lose her mind. Over medical bills. 
if she were to have gotten a medical bill. Yeah. I mean, luckily, she kind of died before all that stuff really came into vogue. And, and, and like, by and the she had amazing yeah, insurance. By the time she reached her end of life, she was one of those folks that we talked about from the golden years with the Cadillac plans, the ones that no longer exist yeah, for us. she didn't have to pay a dime So, But if my mom grew up in this era with her mind and the way she operated, holy shit, that would run her life. She'd go fucking insane. And, and to an extent, like you have before, too, you're a real responsible bill. I was going to say, I, I kind of have like a little pocket in the back of my brain yeah. where I know those medical bills are sitting and I like, I'll pay here and there. I just will because it will drive me crazy. But yeah, those bills, I mean, they send them out before they bill yeah. your insurance, hoping you'll just cut them a check because then they make all that money. I'm like, whatever happened to you billing the insurance and then the insurance billing me, of course, because there's always something to pay for. The, um... The good part about marrying AJ and just being with her in general is that she knocked that um, what I call Southside habit out of me, which is uh, always letting your bills go into at least one default. At Ooh, least yeah, no. everything had to be at least one remind me. Like no one pay. You, you got to understand, okay? For anyone out there who wants to watch a fun show, Netflix, Chicago's Party Ant started from a fantastic. Uh, Twitter handle. Now it's an animated show. But, you know, we really are a unique breed, and that's how I was raised. You know, no one pays that bill on on on, on the first try, see, okay? See, the problem is then, is you now, <laughs> like, you can see the immediate bump on your credit AJ, score when you let it go, like, AJ one default. Has, boy, one of the first things, when, when, when we got together, my overall general, like, responsibility meter, because my mom may have been, like, obsessive over this shit, but she wasn't responsible. Well, she you was, were, yeah, but you were also obsessive the exact, and manic. And, I feel you like know. you had to be the exact opposite yeah. of her, which is don't give a shit about anything. So, you know, when AJ came into my life, I think she was appalled at just the how loose I was with like the, all right, what are we going to pay? Well, we'll put that one off and this. And she's like, oh, no. Put those off. We, we, we do this and do that and I'll work an extra shift. And, and, <laughs> and I mean, seriously, no bullshit, man. And it, it still bothers me now that I have um, medical bills kind of hovering. What but, you got? How much you got sitting oh, in? Uh, enough. enough. Yeah. Oh, no, I, that sounds bad. For uh, what? For what? What do you have? Oh, for my surgery, for my sinus surgery. Um, oh, no just, shit. You have stuff from your sinus surgery. Yeah, I think I still have a bill floating out there from the um, the CAT scan for my ankle when I broke I it. I'd say there's probably a solid six grand floating around. Oh no shit. Yeah, but the I mean. Medical bills. Yeah. You wow they, wow we wow. When they send How them to, the tables have turned. Can I finish? When they send them to me, I pay a little bit. I'm not going to stop my life she's and like, not buy like, groceries this week. She's like 50, just a little bit. Well, That's what she's going to give Yeah, it, enough to keep the account <laughs> open and not in default. But I'm you like, better, you I, better I hope. Already, stop. <laughs> be quiet. I'm just thinking about, you think your bill collector is going to go through this podcast and be like, $500 little robot. <laughs> Got herself that uh, robot mop. Got herself that Roomba. They're like, we're going to get The this Roomba mo- was a gift, bitch. We're okay? going to get this money out of her. The Roomba was a gift. <laughs> Sorry. But my problem is, is that we pay so much every month for insurance and I then know. they bill you more. So I'm like, screw you. I already paid you a thousand dollars that month. You can wait for the rest. Nobody is going hungry Dude, on your end. I'm going to tell you why the tables have turned because the last major like to do that I had medically, which was my hernia repair yeah. surgery. 
Uh, it was the weekend that your grandma died. So yes. when when was that? I forgot. That was, uh, That's I when know. it happened. Um, March of 2017. Okay. So I I went in there and I, I, I had my surgery. And, you know, it's like you said, you have a surgery done and now you're like, okay, what am I going to be oh, responsible yeah. we for? Knew, we knew our insurance wasn't going to cover all of it. And so I got the bill from uh, the local hospital. And, you know, I had saved up because I'm a grown, responsible man, a little bit of a little cash nest egg there and a little money market account. And I uh, walked on in there to the purser's office and I said, let's make a deal. I was I was like, how fucking, much did they take your bill? I was down? like Monty Hall, man. I said, listen, listen, listen. I don't remember, even though I was there with you, how much did they take I it got down? 500 fucking dollars. Yeah, because you were paying in cash. Right? $500. And I believe, if I remember correctly, I think the damage on the whole thing was like, it was like, I think we paid like three grand. Yeah, I think it was somewhere like around the $4,000 range, and I got them down to about 3000 And, um, you know, I had, out of our health insurance at work, I had, I think, the cheap plan. Whatever the cheap plan is. We've always had the cheap plan. We've always had the cheap plan. So the whatever, cheap plan's still like $1,000 a month, but yeah. we had the cheap plan. So whatever that is. So, so yeah, but I remember I walked in there, and I knew that I had that, that kind of like, I felt badass and i felt like look look at this man that that that's been raised here walking in negotiating his bill paying it off walking out and now the woman who helped get me over that hill of fucking maturity has fallen so far back into despair Whatever. Do you hear this i don't i need to rehab anymore. you now i need to save you I have Just spent, like you had to come save me, right? You had to come save me. I have spent decades of my 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 thirty nine years on this planet worrying about my medical bills, and I'm done. As long as I pay something on them every once in a while, nothing goes into collections. Fine, but I'm just I'm just done. <laughs> nothing goes into collections. Can you imagine how much extra money people would have to spend in this country if know. we had socialized health care? If your taxes paid for, it's I mean, not, it's interesting. So, first off, you got to stop using that word. It's right. taxpayer funded health. Taxpayer funded, yes. Yeah, if, if you go to Canada, if you go to the UK, you go to Ireland, go to wherever the fuck it is, you go to Italy, they don't say, this is our social uh, socialism health care. They say, taxpayer no. Funded. They say, oh, that's uh yeah, that's a doctor. And the doctor is in the same world of the police or the fireman, right? Yeah. Or, or the garbage man. It's part it's a of public service. It's part of why when you make a pound, if I can put it in, the, they don't use pounds anymore, right? euros pounds when you make a pound why you know 30 cents of it goes you know gets kicked up is because then you call the police you call a doctor you call whoever it's called services public services when public my, works my sister and i were in canada hiking we were in the hot tub nothing happened uh with a group of canadian guys <laughs> I like i had to preface that way well, at, at first i thought you were going to stop before the canadian guys i'm like hold on do you do two sisters have to now stop guys' fantasies no, and be I like, just, yes, with nothing you? happened? Yeah, I know you, and you're about to make a joke, so I'm just telling you. <laughs> Not between you and your sister. No. It was like one of you and your girlfriend. We're very maybe. prude. But we were in the hot tub at the hotel and talking to this group of Canadian guys, and of course we started talking about health care. Yeah. And the one guy- Did they bring it up or are you bring it up? 
Um, I think they brought it up because this was right before, oh, this was, no, this was right after the 2016 election. Okay. So I, they just were like, we have so many questions about President Trump. And I was <laughs> Boy, like, that so was do an I. interesting time to go to Canada, man. It Everyone's going to yeah. look at you like you're a fucking zoo animal. Everybody, it was the early 20s. It was like, actually, it was like summer of 2017. So they're like, we have questions. I'm Hello, like, so America. do I. We like I to talk to you. Um, but the one guy said he got wasted at a bar. Uh-huh. After a hockey game, of course. Yeah, that's a Canadian. He fell off the bar stool. Yeah. Broke his leg, and mm-hmm. he goes, I walked out of the hospital with a $17 bill for the crutches. God bless. He's like, that's all I ever said. So, and we were just telling him, we're like, to us, you know, paying an exorbitant amount See? of money for healthcare is so normal. And he was like, what? To us, we would simply offset the cost of the medical bill by then suing the bar for yeah. allowing us yeah. to yeah. get drunk. And to fall off of the bar stool. See, that's the difference, is that he's like, it was my fault, I was wasted, I fell off a bar stool. Hey, man, I'm going to bring it back to, you were talking about, uh, this even gets back to, like, Law and Order, and it it works into the final season of Law and Order with uh, Lou apparently getting cancer, because what else do you do when, you know, you're going to end the show? You need to end the season, you got to kill everybody off. You fucking kill somebody. So, apparently, Law and Order's coming back? Is that legit? Yeah. Yeah, that was announced yesterday. Dial that up on your phone. I don't while... have to. I work in the news. It was oh, confirmed boy. yesterday. So this is Dick Wolf's back in yeah. with. So is this going to be on Peacock or is I'm it going to sure be traditional it's NBC? Because be I well, I, no. I mean, I guess it could be on NBC because there has been all this talk recently with Dick Wolf about you know some of uh, the the Law and Orders that are floating out there because the first twelve seasons are not available on Peacock and it's because of all these licensing agreements yeah. across the fucking universe that that guy's made with that show and there were all these interviews coming out where he recently was talking about how Peacock will eventually end up being the hub for anything everything all things history future forward past present law and order, law, law well, and order. as it should yeah and I uh, and you know I, I said okay maybe he's talking shit because they got that new no. one with Christopher Maloney the um, organized, organized crime, crime that no one's watching. Shut the, the hell up! How not, I I'm not, not gonna, even AJ's watching. Don't talk about my my boyfriend that way. How dare you? But um, so you know, I thought that's what he was referencing, but apparently he was no. talking about bringing back the original show. Yeah, no, it's 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 back, dude. Baby. They fucked it up towards the end. I watched. This, see, yeah, so this is now you're watching <laughs> the twentieth season of just straight Law and Order. Straight Law and okay. Order. I'm in like the final four episodes. The only OGs at this point are Lou, right? And I'm sorry because I'm using character names. Um, and Hang Em High Hang McCoy. Hang Em High McCoy. Jack, Jack McCoy. Those are the only two, like, original... Players, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that's the glory era of the old Jerry Orbach. And you think about, like, some Chris Noth, there were huge names that were consistent players on that yeah. show throughout his tenure. Um, those first 12 seasons are fucking like, who knows where they are. Actually, no. Um, what's his name? I mean, the, the he's not the DA. I always forget. Um, uh, Mr. Cutter. Mr. Cutter. Yeah. He's original, isn't he? No. No? No. Damn, I thought he was. There is no one. I, no, dude, that show's been on since like the early 90s. Um, that's why I was laughing when they kept referencing a former DA. Um when McCoy calls him and I'm like, that fucking character was 90 years old in 1997. <laughs> you can pick up a fake phone like right. a two year old and be like, I'm calling Adam ring, ring. Hey pal. <laughs> I'm like, you're talking to no one on the other line. But so, you know, the glory years that I really fell in love with, um, 
were over and now all like everything's up on peacocks i'm like fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna watch all those years when i stopped watching because everyone left that i knew and now you can see why it was good that you stopped watching holy shit is it bad towards the end these storylines are to say that they're reaching is an understatement and my god am i really just that old and sensitive they're showing some Fucked up no, shit. No, you're old. On. You're old. You're definitely old. They showed the body of a burned to like to a crisp teenager. You are definitely. I remember. And I was like, what the hell? NBC. I remember. Jeez. Go ahead. Just join one million moms. Um, no, they've banned me actually because I'm I, such a bitch. <laughs> I remember when I was in Utah, and, and as you can imagine, there's a lot of. I don't want to use censorship. That is it's a conservative place. It's a very conservative state, conservative city. And there was talk for a while. There was like a movement to get Law and Order SVU taken off like the local NBC affiliate where they were just like this. Uh, it's not in line with our morals and values and all this. And I ended up going to like this group's website and I noticed like their hit list and they had like their top 10, right? And they were all led by violence, which for me was was kind of refreshing because at the time I was working in hip hop radio. So we were just more about like kind of blatant sexuality and bawdiness and drug use. So it was kind of nice to see this conservative group go after like the violence and you kind of like fit right into their pocket now because this is what they were saying. They were like on this day they showed you know, a dead child at in at, at you know nine oh seven p.m. on a Tuesday. Like yeah. that's how they would report it. So you're kind of like in that camp now, man. Don't tell me though. I'm one of. I'm not. It's one okay. Of you grow up, man. You grow up. I. It just it, like. <laughs> do, do you remember what 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 the cab driver told us on our honeymoon? Do you remember? Yes. He what said, did he say? Well, I can't remember the exact word. I remember, remember and I'll even give my impression. It's a bad accent of what, whatever this guy sounded. This was unprompted, okay? This was 2009. For no reason, this man decided to lay this truth on us when we were uh, in Vegas. And uh, we, we get in the, the Prius. It was a Prius. It was, it was a, a Prius cab, yeah. First time we were in a Prius cab. And he goes, when you're young... You know, you're liberal, you smoke the weed, and when you get old like me, you calm down, you get conservative, you want your money. I Now, okay, so here we are. I never in my, and, and again. 11 years later. This is unprompted advice that this man laid on us, and at that time, I was both young and smoking weed, so I said, I love yeah, oh, but okay, sir. So maybe you've just made the turn. Yeah, but here we are. What 11, 12 years later, and I'm still smoking. Pot. Yeah, you are. But you're upset about SVU now. I wouldn't. No, 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 no. <laughs> SVU. Oh, oh, sorry, Law and Order. SVU. She's well, fine with all the rapes and you know all the sexual assaults on uh, SVU. Shut up today, my God! You're terrible. What I was going to say is there's not quite as much graphic violence in SVU, but you're right. It is more about, I mean, it's, 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 it's about sex. It's about sex crimes. sex crimes. So I can see why that's an easy target. However, now that I've watched part of law and order, the original, yeah. holy shit. It's it, just random crime. I'm like, Oh my God. Like again, they burned a teenager <laughs> and poked him with a stick and showed it hey. like graphically they're like look at his dead charred body i'm like holy shit he's still alive poking it what was the one the other night it was like a four-year-old boy with a gunshot through the head yeah and it was like and and she always walks by and then she does the ding 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 thing she goes ding 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 ding, ding, ding." see it was so remember they showed the kid's feet and i was like 
All right, that's enough. But and listen, then they went and showed his blown off head. It was terrible. But listen, finally now, this is how we build bridges in our in our society, right? Because you would consider yourself a pretty uh, left of center person. Absolutely. Like, like uh, um, so maybe you now have in common with someone who would consider themselves a right of center person. Totally, yeah. The fact that you both find violence like that depicted on TV uh, kind of abhorrent. Well, See, that's called a building block. That's You're a welcome. building block. You're welcome. You're no, welcome. I agree. And I, I totally agree. And I've never understood why violence is more acceptable in this country than sex, because sex is a natural part of life. You hope, um, you hope to have it. One yeah. Day. Shooting somebody in the forehead should not be a natural part of life. But it's I mean, we've always joked about that, that we're just so ass backwards from like Europe. They're OK with sex, not OK with violence. Yeah. yeah. Over here, we're, we're OK with all the sex, but violence, you know, nah, but we're not really OK. With I'm sex. sorry. No, no, no. Yeah. We're not OK with the sex, but yeah. we're OK with all yeah. kinds of horrific we, violence. Yeah. We uh, get what you're Which, saying. Yeah. So we got you. No, it's um, I, I, and I wouldn't. I'm not about censorship either, but I, I, I think the word I want to use here is just a necessary but i mean i'm but hold on i am a 43 year old man i'm watching in the privacy of my own home my child who's 14 is one not in the room no uh two i don't think he'd really want to watch it he wouldn't want to watch it and three i probably would not watch it if he was like sitting down next to me like hey dad what do you want to watch i wouldn't say let's watch law and order no i I, I, I dial up some some funny shit and we would watch that no it's it's adult entertainment and that's fine i'm just again like with the kid with the bullet hole through his head (laughs) you showing his feet around a a, a, pu- a puddle of blood. I get it. You don't need to show his entire dead body. Just unnecessary. But but if they turn it into like um, informative murder porn, then like it's okay because now we're like documenting something. Oddly, yes. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's bizarre. I have no excuse. Like for you it. make the turn into Dateline. Like all you have to do is make it because this is fictitious. So in your mind, someone sat down and made up this and horrible they wrote story. this shit. Like they sat down and and they wrote. Uh, find a body of roughly young teenage boy. Uh, next scene. Uh, discover charred body. Anthony Anderson says, whoa, you know, some shit like that. Yeah, somebody had to sit. But then again, those people probably watched a lot of Datelines. <laughs> See, this is just life imitating art, imitating life. You got your Malibu? Oh, man. You know what some fucker did the other day? What? Fucking keyed it. Oh, man. That's fucked up. Tell me about it. I had it in storage for three years. It was out five days, and some dickless piece of shit fucked with it. They should be fucking killed, man. No trial, no jury, straight to execution. Boy, I wish I could have caught him doing it. I'd have given anything to catch that asshole doing it. It'd have been worth him doing it, just so I could have caught him doing it. What a fucker. What's more chicken shit than fucking with a man's automobile? I mean, don't fuck with another man's vehicle. You don't do it. It's just against the rules. Thank you. Thank you. So very strange. I've never done this before, and it's even weird to me that I'm at a place in my life where I can afford to do it, but I got my car painted last week. Oh, yeah, you did. You got to register that with the state. Uh, yeah, I think I just have I have to register the color change. Like, they ask you what color your car... I thought about that this morning because it's the first time I've really driven it since I picked it up. Yeah. But I have a 2012 Prius, and when we moved to Flint, everybody said, oh, be careful, people here will scratch up a Toyota for no reason. And I'm like, aha, funny. And then it happened. My, my car was scratched to shit by the time we moved to Arizona. And I said, you know what? Priuses last a long time. I'm like, let's give her some TLC. I expect to have another decade with her. And I got her painted. And it is weird. 
to have your car painted because this morning was the first time I walked out of a store and had to look for my car. Oh, you car. couldn't find it, yeah. Uh, no, I, f- I found it because it was like three cars in the parking lot. It was early. There was nobody there. But you instantaneously, like muscle memory, you scanned yeah, for I your... Yeah, I scanned for my black <sighs> Prius. And you didn't see it. No, and I was like, oh shit. It's Car's the- gone, yeah. So I, yeah, I got it painted like this kind of dark orange, which what's I it love. Like now, what's it like on the inside because is It's the it- same as when I dropped no, it off. No, <laughs> I know that. But what I'm saying is I wondered if the inside was some kind of custom tail <laughs> what just what happened anyways um where was i what the inside so the inside is it like kind of custom all the colors to a black car no or is no, it just no, kind of no. like a, like a general taupe i am 90 percent sure that most priuses are just the basic colors inside it has nothing to do with the color on the outside it wasn't it's it's gray dark gray okay. silver like there's no color in okay. it at all. all right so i didn't know if it was somehow you know like like all tied together now you're changing a part of the color wheel and the rest of it seems kind of yeah. off no nothing's off and and that's what i realized when i was doing research on what color i wanted to paint it because funny story the first car i ever got that wasn't like a used lemon pos yeah um was a chevy 2005 chevy cobalt nice and when i went to get it i said oh i love that dark orange color and they said well we don't have that one on the lot we have this tan one but we can get the orange one for you but it'll be like a couple weeks mm-hmm. and at that point my car had dropped its transmission so i'm like nope need a car today <laughs> So I, I ended up driving the tan one, but I always love that orange color. It's just so fun. And now that we're in Arizona, I'm like, that fits really well. But it's very weird to, like, you don't feel like it's your car. Like, when I look in my uh, side mirror this morning, it didn't, I'm like, that's not my car. How much more customization do you want to do now? Cause None. It almost looks like the orange looks, it's very close to the, uh, what is it, the uh, Dukes of Hazard car? So, you know, you could put like race stripes on your car. Yeah, no. You could put Do I look like a Dukes of Hazard fan? Or or you could put like the little pinstripes. I remember my mom like fucking lost her goddamn mind. She finally bought it's all about small victories in uh, some, you know, my family. She had bought a car. It was a new car, right? And uh, she had like the pinstripes added to it, like little yeah. pinstripes down no, the side. No, I have. Okay, it's a Prius. Okay, so no, I didn't it just, know. I I don't get the pinstripe feeling you're from gonna, a Prius. You're gonna get ground effects or something on no. uh, lights on the bottom. The only thing I was, <laughs> the only thing I was considering. AJ's gonna start hanging out with a bunch shut of kids. Up. The only thing I was considering doing <laughs> is getting the windows tinted because we are in Arizona and everybody said to do it. But I work from home and my car is in the garage. So I'm yeah, not- that is that is interesting. Is that you were kind of all in on tents until you realize that you spend a majority of your time. Except a, yeah, if you're picking up our kid or something. Yeah. From, from and there's school. really I mean, if there's a time my car's parked outside for hours, I have one of those like window shades. So can I can I'm I tell you something? Probably not going to do the tint if. I were to be able to uh, go into the niche where your grandparents are and uh, wake them on up for a quick second. I think this would be the definition of them knowing that uh, their granddaughter is doing all right. Yeah. I feel like if I were to wake them up and go, hey, grandma, grandpa, it's me, Cracker. Yeah, that's what they that called was his me. Name that's what they called the radio me. And they called Don't cracker. ask. Um, uh, hey, guess what? Uh, your granddaughter just had her uh, car after 10 years painted a different color. Yeah. They'd be like, holy shit, she's doing all right. It, it was really nice, though, because, you know, I took the stickers off my car and looked at it. I'm like, this thing needs... 
like a good sanding. It was and, fucked up. It was I, I will, so it, fucked it, up. It, it was black. And not only were you obviously, okay, so you're going into Flint, Michigan, which is the birthplace of, of General GM, Motors. Yeah, of There's a lot of um, hatred there for anything that has uh, led to the uh, quote-unquote decline of General Motors. Um, and I wasn't actually expecting people to walk by my car and see it, though, which I they did. I feel like on top of that, there was kind of a cultural shift where we became, you know, brash and bold, and the Priuses became like, a target. The Priuses are, I think they still are where, a target. Not quite as bad here in Arizona. You know, the same, Michigan, yes. the, the same way where if you have the General Lee and you might be, uh, you know, you may find someone who's probably left the center that is an asshole and may key your car. When you have a Prius, you are worried that someone who maybe is right of center and is an asshole may key your car. That was one thing it I It became know- like a cultural thing. One thing I noticed in Michigan is I would get tailed. And when I say tailed, I mean like I couldn't see above their headlights yeah. by big trucks all the time. Like they felt like they had to be douchebags because I was in a Prius. And I'm like, I, I don't care. Take your truck nuts and drive around me. I don't care. Didn't- but but at, at no point would I ever consider scratching somebody's car like don't touch my shit i won't touch yours didn't like one of your friends and and this is one of your friends that you've kind of lost to this cultural shift um didn't she used to fuck with you like that like in a joking way she'd send you memes and stuff that was about like oh we you know my car is what we call a prius eater or yeah, something like that i'm like yeah that's fine i'm a tree hugger so I'm like, i don't give a shit what you think it's my car so, none of your business like you had a car that unfortunately kind of identifies you for better or for worse with just a certain stereotype and i fit the stereotype so that's fine with me i do i do give a shit <laughs> I, about the I, environment I, I like how she's like i fight none of these stereotypes no, I, I fit them all i do get i do think climate change is a problem i want to do my part i give a shit i don't need a giant car i've never needed a, and you probably don't need a giant car either i know very few people who need the trucks that they have you know for their business or whatever most of them just drive it because i'm i got a big truck but no i think your car got fucked up because it was the crossroads of you not only going into flint michigan and living there and you know all that jazz but i think it was a cultural shift it I, was i think we just became bolder and brasher and i mean jesus christ we like storm the capital now right so we've lost our shame as a as a as a society so i feel as though Something like this, you know, like, oh, yeah, you can see that happening. I had a Prius and I was in a certain area that just probably didn't agree with it. So it got all fucked up. That's just so crazy to me, though, that people felt like it was their place to touch my car. It is kind of cultural because. You can swear about it all you want, but don't touch my shit. I I don't touch yours. It's like uh, John Travolta in uh, Pulp Fiction. You just don't do that shit. It's it's so weird because it's just, you know, it's the culture of people who say, I'm going to do what I want. It's my life. It's blah, blah, blah. But then they see my car choice and decide to, to to key it like, like what the hell is a, wrong with you like yeah like when people you know like you shout freedom but then you want to tear down someone else's sign because exactly. it doesn't agree with that's yours. not how this works you have your car yeah. i have my car end of story I mean, and I, it is also here in arizona there are priuses see, i was gonna everywhere. say i was gonna say now you are in a, you're in a different cultural environment yeah. okay um, and that's actually kind of why I wanted to get mine painted because I noticed 
I mean, I knew it was scratched to hell anyways, but as I was driving around here in the Tucson area, there are so many cool Priuses. And I'm like, look at all these cool colors. Yeah. And I'm like, I can like I can dress this up a little bit, make it a little bit better. And, but, but I mean there were Priuses everywhere. So I had my choice of color and you know, whatever. Which I mean, you are again, you are just in a different culture. We also see on the road a lot of Teslas. A yes. lot. Where in Michigan oh. they were far and few between, you know, we'll Mich- probably also get keyed as well. <laughs> Michigan um, you know, passed some laws that really kind of keep uh, the car from being sold in there. Where out here, it's embraced. It's a different environment. Um, Very environmentally conscious here. Yeah, and I, I think... I mean, they even... And, and, like, it's so environmentally conscious that, like, they... I forgot what it's called. There's a program where they actually turn off streetlights at night. Yeah. So that um, it's There's called no, uh, light, light pollution. Light pollution. Because yeah. you can see the entire freaking galaxy out here. It's the desert. But they're like, if there's a streetlight on, I mean, we know this. There's a streetlight on the other side of our fence. And when it's on, I mean, it is blinding, even if the blinds are closed. And now that it's off, it makes a huge difference. So yeah, it's a very environmentally ca- uh, conscious place. Now, again, culture isn't always what we like to think in our mind as tribalism or politics no. or anything like that. Can anyone else think in the room of a reason why Priuses may be more popular in the Southwest versus the Midwest? Anyone? In back? Anyone? You think? No? <coughs> Nothing? I think it's called winter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, when... Uh, oh, God, my Prius was so bad to drive in winter. It was so bad. It was like a go-kart. And that's, I should have uh, ridden my bike. I would have been better off riding my bike in those snowstorms than driving my Prius in a Michigan or Wisconsin winter. <laughs> so before you start, you know, thinking, oh, boy, culture is all about people and this and that. No, culture... Can also it's environment. be environment and the environment of the Midwest obviously um, allows you to have a Prius depending on where you live and what you do. We have the luxury of myself having a bigger car for most of the time. I, I had a four by four. So we would drive that in the winter and not my car. Your car would, like you said, go carty. And, and I was very, like... And I, that goes for a lot of small cars. Well, right? yeah, and everybody always said that, like, if you have a small car and you're driving it in the wind... Like, I would drive my car like it was a small car. I would drive slow. Yeah. If you were in a big truck and you wanted to pass me, be my guest. I know I'm in a small car that will run right off the road, so I'm going to go slow in the winter. So, you know, that may be another reason, you know, why there's yeah. more on the road here, because we don't have to worry about... There's no winter. <laughs> yeah, there's no snowstorms, but we are worried about, you know, and, and again, out here, it's different because of the heat. Yeah. Right? Roads, cars, tires, all of it. So it sucks, like, you know, and I even know our friend Teresis, who's now a proud UAW member working for GM. Congratulations, brother. Get all them bennies. Hell yeah, man. Get your future. Solidarity. Um, You know, he's apologized to you on behalf of the culture. And yeah. he's even said, dude, that's such an old school, the generation before me, because he's our age. So yeah. he's the guy who's working and he in. he hasn't worked for GM, like. Since he was 18. Yeah, right? no, yeah. he just started. So, you know, he's part of the new environment where they're like, look, we're going to build electric cars, too. And we're not going to try to destroy Priuses physically. We're going to try to destroy them in the marketplace. Yeah. So, you know, he's actually apologized to you on behalf of kind of, Which, hey. you know, he doesn't have to do. But, no. you know, just. You know, I, I, again, a car, a car is a personal choice. 
I really like my car. Don't touch my car. I won't. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to touch yours. I, I promise. I won't fuck with your car. You, you don't, don't fuck, fuck with my car. Like, do I love your gigantic 4x4 pickup truck with truck nuts? No, I don't love it. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because it's not my car. So don't touch mine. I won't touch yours. Everybody's happy. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.